0: Welcome to the Black History Month edition of the Doctors Washington Podcast, where we highlight African Americans who have made significant contributions to the field of medicine. This episode features the life and achievements of Dr. Lewis Tompkin Wright, who is known for being a civil rights activist and becoming the first African American on the surgical staff of a non-segregated hospital in New York City. Dr. Lewis Tompkin Wright was born in LaGrange, Georgia, July 23rd, 1891. His father was born a slave, but ultimately obtained a formal education, finishing medical school as valedictorian, but later giving up his medical practice to be a Methodist minister. His father died shortly after Lewis's birth and his mother, a sewing teacher, Remarried in 1899. Lewis's stepfather, also a physician, Dr. William Fletcher Penn, was the first African-American to graduate from Yale School of Medicine. Penn, who became a prominent doctor in Atlanta, was the first African-American to own an automobile in the city, had a strong influence on Lewis both as a physician and through the racism Lewis watched him endure. Dr. Wright graduated from Clark Atlanta University in 1911 and received his medical degree from Howard Medical School in 1915, finishing fourth in his class. Dr. Wright's admission to Harvard Medical School must be recognized as no easy feat. Despite being a very educated individual, Wright was deemed unfit by Dr. Channing Frothingham, one of the medical school's interviewers due to his attendance of an undergraduate institution that permitted blacks. However, after subjecting Wright to numerous tests, Dr. Frothingham ultimately ruled that he had adequate chemistry for admission to this school. He completed his postgraduate work at Howard University-affiliated Freedman's Hospital in Washington, D.C. before returning to Georgia. He married a public school teacher, Corrine Cook, And the couple had two daughters, Jane Cook Wright and Barbara Wright Pierce, both of whom also became physicians and researchers. Shortly after completing medical school and moving back to Georgia, Wright joined the Army Medical Corps, serving as a lieutenant during World War I, stationed in France. While there, he introduced intradermal vaccination for smallpox and was awarded the Purple Heart after a gas attack. Upon returning to the United States in 1919, he moved to New York amid racial tensions in Georgia to set up a private practice in Harlem and established ties to the Harlem Hospital where he was the first African-American on the surgical staff. Dr. Wright's implementations at Harlem Hospital were incredibly significant. He addressed the institution's issues of professionalism and quality of standards and made the appropriate changes. Wright's additions gained the attention of the nation, and his revisions were eventually implemented into many hospitals worldwide. In 1929, he was also appointed to serve as the first African-American police surgeon with the New York Police Department. In his 30 years at the hospital, he started the Harlem Hospital Bulletin, headed the team that first used chlortetracycline on humans, founded the hospital's Cancer Research Center and earned a reputation as an expert in head injuries. He was a fellow of the American College of Surgeons and the American Medical Association. Throughout his life, Dr. Wright involved himself in civil rights efforts, beginning in college when he missed three weeks of school to join picket lines protesting D.W. Griffith's The Birth of a Nation a film controversial for its sympathetic portrayal of the Ku Klux Klan. At Harvard, he insisted on equal treatment when a professor preventing him from delivering white patients' babies. He joined the NAACP after medical school and remained involved with this organization for the rest of his life, eventually serving as chairman of his national board of directors. Dr. Wright's work at the NAACP did not go unnoticed. For the better part of a decade, he wrote multiple columns in The Crisis, the NAACP's magazine publication. The majority of Wright's work dealt with issues that are still brought up by modern Black authors, such as Harriet A. Washington. Dr. Wright challenged the false beliefs that because of their biology, Black people are more susceptible to infectious diseases, such as syphilis, than other races. He was a frequent leader in the struggle for integration, especially in medicine. In 1920, early in his tenure at Harlem Hospital, he played a key role in fighting the precedent in New York whereby African-American doctors and nurses were barred from serving in municipal hospitals. He actively opposed segregated hospitals, including a successful effort in 1930 to stop the construction of a new such facility proposed by the Rosenwald Fund. In working toward equality in medicine and medical education, he advocated for raising standards for black medical students, leading to some pushback from peers who have become used to having a different set of requirements. In 1940, he was the recipient of the Spingern Medal for his contribution to the healing of mankind and for his courageous position in the face of bitter attack. Wright suffered chronic health problems following his war service, and was hospitalized with tuberculosis from 1939 to 1942. Though he returned to medicine thereafter and was appointed chief of surgery in 1943, he never fully recovered and died in 1952 at the age of 61. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please like, share, repost, and follow us on your preferred social media platform. Don't forget to check back for our Wednesday weekly episodes until next time.